the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Acts generate consequences, and no one can take the life of another without consequences. And the more you think about Cain's crime, his sin, the more heinous it becomes. It wasn't motivated by a sudden burst of passion. It was methodically premeditated. The first murder recorded for us in history is here in Genesis chapter 4. And that is where we turn once again here today on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno and online at highlands.us. We invite you to join us today here in chapter 4 as we continue exploring this first wicked act in Scripture, this murder, a brother against a brother, no less. With more, here's Pastor Leighton on today's Study Verse by Verse. You know, it's possible to have a form of godliness, but never experience its saving power. God describes such people in Isaiah as follows. These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Not acceptable to God. The way of Cain is the way of self-will and unbelief. So Cain was very angry and his face fell. You know, Cain could have asked for forgiveness. and In other words, he could have sought God, but he, didn't, he did not. The word angry here translates a word meaning to burn. He was inflamed with anger. He was filled with rage. Now, really, really his resentment was towards God. But it was directed at his brother Abel. And it was so intense, it distorted his face. Have you ever been around a person that went raged on you? And it distorts their face. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why is your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. If you do well, if you choose the right path, it will go well with you. You will be blessed. There's an interesting word here translated in the English Standard, the NIV 84 and the uh, New Living Translation, couching or crouching. It's an archaic uh, English word that refers to a dangerous animal lying in concealment, ready to spring upon its prey. And so what the Lord God was warning Cain is that temptation is like a fierce beast crouching at the door of your life and you better not open the door. It's dangerous to carry grudges and harbor bitter feelings in our heart because this can be used by Satan to lead us into temptation and sin. And this is what Paul was referring to when he wrote, Neither give place to the devil in Ephesians chapter 4. If we're not careful, we can tempt ourselves and bring about our own ruin. The sin at the door was Cain's own sin. It was the beast within him. James says, each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. 
Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. The fact that God said you must rule over indicates that Cain had a choice here. He was given the opportunity to have a choice, but he was so angry that he was not going to be talked out of his sin, even by God. Cain stood at the age of hell, and in stubborn willfulness, he began his descent into its pit. Verse 8. Cain spoke to Abel, his brother, and when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. The word here translated kill means to murder intentionally. According to Hebrews chapter 11, the younger brother was a good man, a righteous man. And Jesus would even call him a prophet in chapter 11 of Luke. The apostle John revealed that the reason that Cain killed Abel in 1 John 3.12, he says his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. So Abel's righteousness, his attitude of faith resulted in guilt in Cain. And that sense of guilt Cain recognized was related to God. So did Cain kill Abel because he hated Abel? Yes, but even more so, he hated God. See, murder is an act of hatred towards God. That God would make or accept another person who offends us or troubles us or is given favors that we wish we had. Or stands in our way of our agenda. And unable to restrain his resentment and bitterness towards God, Cain vented it upon Abel. The Apostle John wrote, Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Anger is a powerful emotion that blinds the eyes and can lead to violence and even murder. Jesus taught that anger in the heart was the moral equivalent of murder with the hands. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? Now, there's a a definite parallel between God's dealing with Cain here in chapter 4 and his dealing with Adam and Eve in chapter 3. In both cases, he asked, the Lord asked questions. And it wasn't to get information because he already knows everything. But it was to give the guilty an opportunity to tell the truth and confess their sins. But yet both cases, the sinners were evasive and tried to cover up what they had done. God's question, where is your brother, is in parallel to the question, where are you, in the previous chapter. Now, the first part of Cain's response is an outright lie. I do not know. Of course he knew. He was the one who buried the body. I do not know. The second part is a rejection of God's question as being appropriate. Am I my brother's keeper? Now, in order to try to describe the attitude with which this is delivered, an attitude of arrogance, let me phrase it another way. Who do you think you are, God, to ask me such a question? Can you sense the arrogance? Am I my brother's keeper? Cain was a child of the devil. 
He was a murderer and a liar. He lied to his brother in order to lure him into the field. He lied to himself, thinking that he could get away with it. He even tried to lie to God to cover up his wicked deeds. Cain lied to his brother, he lied to himself, and he lied to God. Cain's priority was Cain and Cain's agenda. And woe be it to anyone who got in Cain's way. Romans chapter 1 describes progressive degeneration into sin for those who choose not to repent. And as we get towards the latter portion of the chapter, verse 28 and following, this is what we read. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. That's mentioned there? Yes, it is. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand break their promises, are heartless, and have no mercy. Now, they know that God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, and yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. Verse 10. And the Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. So, God's role now shifts from interrogator to prosecutor. What have you done? And Cain learned something he may not have previously considered. That although Abel's body was covered with earth, it could not be hidden because the blood screamed out to God. Spilled blood cannot be shoveled underground and hidden. It cries out aloud to heaven. Abel's spilled blood cries out to from the ground to God. And maybe that's what is meant in Hebrews 11.4 when it says, Abel, being dead, yet speaks. Even though he was dead, the blood still cried out to God. In the book of Numbers, we find this written. If anyone kills a person, the murderer shall be put to death on the evidence of witnesses. But no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Moreover, you shall accept no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall be put to death. You shall not pollute the land in which you live, for blood pollutes the land. And no atonement can be made for the land for the blood that is shed in it, except by the blood of the one who shed it. And when I read that, I'm reminded of the blood of 60 million American babies that have been aborted and murdered before they took their first breath. Surely their cry is heard in heaven. And surely God's judgment is coming if our nation does not repent. Acts generate consequences. And no one can take the life of another without consequences. And the more you think about Cain's crime, his sin, the more heinous it becomes. It wasn't motivated by a sudden burst of passion. It was methodically premeditated. And he wasn't killing a stranger in self-defense. He murdered his own brother because of envy and hatred. And furthermore, that was after he had 
been to worship God and in spite of God's specific warning and promise. And finally, once the deed was done, Cain took it very lightly and tried to lie his way out of it. Verse 11. And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. And when you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. You shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. So Cain had defiled the ground with his brother's blood. And now the ground wouldn't work for him. He could put a seed in, he could water it, and nothing was going to come from his labors. So obviously then he could not continue in his occupation as a farmer. All he could do is wander from place to place and eke out a living. There are so many lessons to be learned here in Genesis chapter 4, and we trust you are being ministered to as we continue our journey through this amazing book. You have been listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. If you have questions about today's program, maybe you've got a prayer request you'd love us to pray for. Please reach out to us on our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And then come back and join us tomorrow as we'll close out the week with another look at Genesis chapter 4 on Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.